Hey, everybody, this is Jeremy from the My Franchise Football Podcast. And as I told you guys before, I am doing the Scott Fish Bowl this year. And part of the Scott Fish Bowl is charity. So my charity this year is going to be a Mother's Love Initiative. That is a Mother's Love, I-N-I-T-I-A-T-I-V-E.org. And there are two ways that you can donate. The first way is just go right to their website and press donate. Or you can pledge to me. And what I'm doing is $1 for every victory I have in the league. Anyone who wants to make that pledge, just hit me up on Facebook or on Twitter. And I will add you to the list. And then we will report out what the winnings will be at the end of the year. That's a motherlovesinitiative.org. And that's for the Scott Fish Bowl 2022 season. everybody and welcome back to another episode of pot on your loons this is justin pot on your loons this is sam pot on your loons this is james Ooh, yeah james i gotta say your new setup you sound extra like i know we've talked about the long distance dedications before but it just sounds like you're you're playing love songs for people coast to coast well maybe maybe i should uh, record at my in-laws more often then that's because that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and we want to give a special shout out and a happy birthday to Dylan Wolpers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kick him while he's done. I, I did see uh, I did see that someone made like a, a cookie cake uh, for Dylan Wolpers because now he, in terms of loons and Houston Dynamo birthdays on top of his own birthday, turned 40 uh, this year, if every <laughs> if every derby was a birthday, he is now forty. So congratulations, uh, Dylan, on your fortieth birthday. And he uh, these birthdays, man, these last few birthdays haven't been going great for him. We've been kicking their butts lately. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, his past four birthdays, he's gotten an L. You're welcome, Dylan. Uh, it's our it's our present to you. <laughs> so. so if there's anyone out there that still doesn't know what we're talking about here. Several years ago now, there was a, basically on the Houston Dynamo broadcast, they put up a message that someone that knows Dylan Wolpers must have paid for to put on the broadcast saying, happy birthday, Dylan Wolpers. I think it was the U.S. Open Cup match. And they had technical difficulties, so that message just stayed there for like a really long time. So people are just watching this message. And it just keeps being displayed and doesn't go away. So that's why when people talk about it being Dylan Wolper's birthday, that that is what they're referring to. I'm sure like maybe 80% of you uh, knew that already, but there's 20% of you right now. They're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Who is this Dylan Wolper's fella? And why are we issuing him a long distance dedication? This makes no sense. Why, Why are we wishing him a happy birthday again? Yep. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was quite interesting. I mean, both teams get really into it. Both teams love the love the derby, the the Dylan Wolpers derby and yeah. We uh <laughs> we just keep handing him an L. You know what? That's fine. We take that. We take those. We had a third straight road win. We do. 
Yeah. Road win. We are now. Unbeaten streak is now at six, seven if you include the Everton friendly. And maybe even eight if the Paderborn, was that in this too, or was that not during this? We've lost since that one, right? Have we? I can't even remember losing. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, all we do is win, right? That was. That's what this. That was so. That's what we do. We just win. You're right. That was like the first game coming out of the James out stuff. I swear there was another. <laughs> Which, by the way, like James out worked. Yep. Yeah. Wait, thanks, More James. Yep. Thanks yeah. for cleansing us. So I did manage to. Uh, I did manage to trigger some <laughs> Everton fans this week. That was fun. Uh, oh yeah. That was some. That was some Twitter. That was some Twitter drama. In case you missed it, uh, I from the sli- Twitter is slightly blank looks. Yeah, I uh, basically called out Minnesota United that. Why are we beating Everton with a full strength team for half when we can't beat <laughs> Union Omaha when we can't play all these players <laughs> against Union Omaha when we only had NYCFC and then an international break? Uh, and I got some very triggered Toffee slash Loons fans who were not hey, impressed. Everton fans have been through a lot, you know, like they had a pretty rough end of the season. You know, they were they were making making plans for their future they didn't want to make. They're a little sensitive right now. Just a little bit. I mean, here's the thing. You were joking. I knew you were joking. Because I know you. But if you don't know you, I could see it, right? Like, I don't know. There's always people on Twitter that want to fight the fight. You know, find find the good fight and fight it. And, I, I mean... Mostly people are just on Twitter to fight and they, they see James and they probably didn't realize he was joking and they wanted to explain to you the difference between beating Everton in a friendly and losing to Union Omaha in a Union Open Cup match or a US Open Cup match. I don't know. Also, whatever pe- people were people were like, you should like, I, I don't believe it. Like, there's always something to complain about with fans. I'm like, do you guys listen to our podcast? We're like the most positive people out there. People complain that we don't complain enough, right? Yeah, it's true. People just, yeah, it's fine. We're winning games. Get over it, people. You can you can heath out. You can heath out when we've lost another four in a row sometime next year. Yeah, and I mean we were like we were doomy and gloomy, were we not? We were pretty doomy and gloomy. I mean, I like as much as you yes. should be when your team's losing. Four games in a row. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever it was. Right. I, I think we are reasonably doomy and gloomy. I think we all said, like, the beer is still good. We, I still enjoy watching the team. I haven't completely given up. We had our moments. Still having fun. Sam, are you are you considering yourself kind of a, a fortune teller these days with all your predictions so far this year? You've just been so spot on about how, you know, in those those hardest moments, you were like, we're going to be good again. It's going to happen. This is what happens all the time. And here we are, third place, Sam. Yeah, and I, I I also put my foot in my mouth about Aurora winning the championship, and if they do, I would get a tattoo. So subconsciously, Ooh. I must have predicted that we weren't going to win that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too I soon. I, that's too soon. I didn't even think about that, Sam. Were you relieved yeah. when you found out that, that uh, your, your lower back would be free of uh, a tattoo? <laughs> I don't know if relieved is the word because I wasn't going to do it, but I, I was more relieved in the sense that like now no one can give me S about it. I can't be pre- peer pressured. It's a sad day. <laughs> Not that I would have given into the peer pressure, but 
I think I think I don't think you would have regretted it one bit, Sam. I think it would have been a a thing that you would be proud of that you would share at family gatherings. You'd say, "Hey, everybody, I want you to see my new tattoo." <laughs> As you lift up your back, like uh, how <laughs> like how I met your mother when uh, Barney's when Barney's getting Ted to just reach for something so he can show Marshall that <laughs> Ted has the lower back tattoo, <laughs> the butterfly. Now, for all the fighting that happens on Twitter. I, I do want to give a shout out to someone that is always really nice to us. We we put out that episode and I talk about how I'm I'm 34. I'm too old for my first tattoo. I'm I'm just kind of like I, I I'm not going to get a tattoo. And TK, who's always so nice to us, is like you're not too old for a tattoo. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but she was just reminding me that I'm only as old as I feel. And I, I don't have to be ancient when I'm 34. Not that 34 is ancient, but I was under the mindset that that's just a little old for your first tattoo, right? Like you want to get you want to get your first tattoo when you're, you know, still trying to be cool and not exclusively shopping at Target for all your clothes. I don't know. But hey, tats aren't about looking cool, Sam. It's about being your authentic you and, and doing the stuff you want to do and just being an adult. You can have a tattoo if you want to. You can do pretty much whatever you want, Sam. You, you can rep. You can rep the brand. You can. You just own it, man. Pot on you, pot on you, loons tattoo. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe maybe we should all get one of those. That's the, that's the group thing. Or first listener to get a pot on you, loons tattoo. Let us know. We'll pay for it. Within Ooh. Re- Ooh. Within reason. Yeah. Within <laughs> reason. Like most, <laughs> just like a gigantic. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's a portrait of the three of us. Yeah, just <laughs> pot on you. I, I love that. Just opens the wallet, but just slightly. <laughs> uh, I hope there's no one that wants to tattoo our faces under their back. But... <laughs> oh man, that yeah. Like, but on if like if you're weird enough to do that, show us. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would at least want to. See yeah, that. like I won't judge. I just hope that you don't exist. Like, if you do exist, I won't judge you. Hey, to each their own. I you hope do you, you don't exist. Said by Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I just think that there are cooler people to tattoo their faces under your back. I mean, you could get you could get Robin Lid. You could. That'd be pretty cool. You get Bongi. He just got his first goal. Put you his could. face on your back. Yeah. Do the bongi get the bongi um the bongi the dance the, the purple cobra yeah. with the like the, the poop. Yeah. It was like a mini purple cobra. I love that. Whoever called that out on Twitter, I appreciate that. That was uh, that was quality. It also it was like a cross between that and like the Bengals walk like an Egyptian dance. James is looking at me like he doesn't remember that one. That's like alt it's like alternating. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's why I said it's like a cross between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't quite the purple cobra either. No, so there's uh, on the sides, whereas he had it like together. There's a dance in FIFA that's kind of like that, where it's like I think it's called like the chicken that I kind of that kind of reminded me of a little bit, like a little like chicken movement, like a bird movement. Has he said yet what the heck he was doing? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. Do we know I, what <laughs> I, I, again. You you called me a fortune teller, right? I said so. You were like, what's his what's his goal celebration going to be? And I was like, what if he doesn't know what to do with his hands? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a, Oh crap. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to do this. <laughs> it, it didn't look fully rehearsed, 
just going to throw that out. Not that it wasn't awesome. And oh, I it hope was awesome. He keeps doing, it was I, I, I hope he keeps doing it. In fact, like if I'm if I'm playing ultimate frisbee and I score a touchdown or throw a touchdown, I'll, I'll probably do the same thing. You dunk on one of the kids in the uh, the Fisher Price basketball hoop, you know? Yep. Yep. A little bit. Do of that it. dance. We got it. Get, get the uh, get the bongi uh, get the bongi long long Wayne celebration out. What was that? Long Wane. Yeah, but what, what did the commentator call him? Long Wayne. Oh, did they? Oh, is that? What oh, it was. was oh, it was Wayne? awful, man. It was. Yeah, they're Callum's Callum's replacement. No, no, it was uh, Houston's. Like uh, it was Houston's commentary yeah. team. Oh, just, okay. Just like had not put in any effort to understand how <laughs> his name was spelt, like at all, or or said or anything. I think it was. Uh, it wasn't even. Uh, they didn't get the first name right either. I can't remember what it was, but. Yeah, it ended with long, long Wayne, was uh, was also was just it was just variations of that throughout the night. Long Wayne, long Wayne. Nice. Should we get into some news though? Now that we've finished the last episode with tattoos and started this episode with more tattoos, should we? Uh, yeah, let, let's get to news. Hey, um, speaking of long distance dedications, Jeremy did want us to give a shout out. So, Doomsday Jeremy, he. Uh, we're, we're giving him some ad space on our podcast because no one else sponsors us, right? He's doing that charity thing with his fantasy football team. That, that is what you heard when you press play on this podcast. He's already had Ben, right? Ben already pledged to donate a dollar for each win he has, which is, is probably pretty smart on Ben's part because Jeremy doesn't win very often. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm really kidding. But Jeremy's actually really good at fantasy football. Here's the only thing, Ben. I have no idea how many wins he can rack up in one week. I don't think it's like uh, you play one person a week. I think you're playing multiple people a week. So hopefully he doesn't like. Very generous. Hopefully he doesn't get too be very far. generous. One hundred <laughs> wins. Maybe. Hey, Jeremy, could you uh, could you win a little less, please? <laughs> So ho- hopefully Jeremy comes away with like a reasonable amount of wins. Like we want him to do well. And yeah, B- Ben's donating to a good cause. Maybe I should do the same. I don't know. Maybe I'll see. Uh, may- maybe I'll check with Jeremy first on how many guys he's playing against uh, every every week. Or I could just be like, okay, this is what I'm willing to donate and just write him a check. That's what I was going to say. Don't, <laughs> don't make it contingent on wins. Yep. But Ben did. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope I, you know. I hope he wins them all, Ben. I think you know. I know that's that was your intent, right? <laughs> my, my, my you like saying to Jeremy? Yeah, my uh, my bank called. Uh, win a little less, please. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you know, there's uh, there's nothing wrong with losing every once in a while, you know. Unless segue, you're the loons because we don't even remember what losing is like, especially when Everton rolled into town and we yeah. showed them the business. Showed them the business. So we're officially in the news section. So yeah, we beat Everton 4-0 last week Wednesday. Pretty sweet. Yeah, we uh, we had four goals. Uh, we had three goals by us and one goal from them. <laughs> Which I think was, if I cast my mind back, was that another Kamar Lawrence cross that turned into an own goal? I don't actually remember, but we had goals from Ray. We had goals from, uh, we had an own goal from James Tarkowski. Uh, then Luis Amaria scored and Abu Denladi scored as well. So some pretty solid effort right there from the team. Just 
yeah, all the guys that you want to score were getting on the board. Ray scored in the 18th minute, did leave with an ankle injury a few minutes later. He did miss the Houston game, but Heath said post-game he'll hopefully be back for the Portland game. Uh, and Ja'Cory Hayes out for the season with a broken leg. Double double break in that leg, by the way. So, Deli Ali, Twitter enemy number one of Loons fans this week. What? Tell me what happened. I didn't see that part. So, like, I know he got hurt, right? But like, what? How, yeah, what I, I think from from what I could tell, Deli Ali kind of went in a bit hard, and the leg just, yeah, like in a friendly, like you're gonna do that in a friendly type of thing. Yeah, that's kind of we call that bush league here in America. Bush league. <laughs> and like, imagine the income disparity between Deli Ali and um, Jacory Hayes. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And he just ruined Ja'Cory Hayes' season. I mean, that could be, like, big for his career, right? Like, yeah. Ja'Cory Hayes, is a he's a part-timer for us. Like, we love him. Great effort, dude, right? Like, but he plays, what, five minutes a game? Yeah, he play, he's right. played 69 mm. nice minutes uh, across <laughs> across eight games. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, Ja'Cory. Yeah, and has, uh, and has one assist. I mean, yeah, he has a non-displaced tibia and fibula fracture. Ugh. Right lower leg. That sucks. So, thankfully, it's all still together, but... mm. And yet another central midfielder we no longer have available. (sighs) Minnesota United and lacking midfielders. Name name a more iconic duo right now. (laughs) I mean, we're not going to get there yet, but uh, the graphic for the game against Houston, it had Ludd at the the six. I thought that was hilarious. It's like, oh, it's like, that's what we're... We got Ludd playing center defensive mid now. Like that's what we're where we're at right now. He's just he's just going further and further back, right? He started he started at striker and now he's just he's gonna be a central is, defender he, soon. He's just trolling us. He's just like, I'll play I'll play him wherever I want. Yeah, he'll he'll do whatever. How much do you wanna bet that if we ever God forbid, if we ever had to go to the emergency goalkeeper, how much do you wanna bet it's Lid? I mean, there's a high probability. I mean, he's he's basically played everywhere else. Why not play in goal as well? I don't think he'd say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just too nice. It's just fin- he's Finnish nice, and he's learning Minnesota nice. So he's probably the most likely to help you move just for pizza and beer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Basically. <laughs> now he'll just be like, you know what? I already ate. It's okay. I'll just... Yeah. I already ate. I'll help, though. Yeah. Let, let it- you guys don't need to get me pizza and beer. Like, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> No, no, no. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, speaking <laughs> of where Lod might need to play, Luis Amaria left the Houston Dynamo game in the 33rd minute with a back injury. That was also yeah, not good. I, I haven't found anything on this. Have you guys? Yeah. I was, I was Googling it before, the, before we started podcasting and I couldn't find anything updating us. So, no. I mean, I think. It might need him to return back to Minnesota or something before they they do checks, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's I couldn't find anything either. I also checked. So, what, and what was the like? He got like knee in the back. Like that's what it looked like to me. Or got like just some I don't know, like contact to the back. Like who knows? Yeah, it's yeah. Hopefully he's fine. But Nico Hansen returned this week from a thigh injury, so we got one back. Uh, this week, oh, there we go, and lost like three more, so that was good. <laughs> That's bad odds. I don't like that. Still, trap out with a thigh. Ariaga out with an ankle. Uh, Oluwasi, Olu, jeez, Oluwasi out with a thigh. Metinair with a thigh. 
and then out for the year, Weyer with a knee, Dodson with a knee, and now Ja'Cory Hayes with a broken leg. So, starting to uh, starting to climb. Do you think this trainer has to be worried? Do you think I'm a trainer? <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Knees, backs, thighs, ankles. It's all legs apart from that one back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, the last guy got fired, so. <laughs> but I mean. No, I'm sure. I'm sorry. I'm sure they'll be fine. And this is, I mean, I don't know. Just, it's not as many like pulled hamstrings in training, right? Like that was kind of like the thing before. Just seems like we're getting some bad luck with injuries, huh? Yeah, I mean, look, Deli Ali breaks the leg and then a knee in the back, you know, for Amaria. That's, yeah, that's not like trainer fall, right? We'll see. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. Also, uh, the old, the old enemy from NYCFC, Cas- Castellanos. Castellanos. <laughs> Is this you? Like, was, was, was that you, like? You know, slowing up to it so you could like gather yourself to see his name. <laughs> yeah. Ta- it's it's a Tati Castellanos. Castellanos, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he is out of the MLS. He is heading to Girona FC of La Liga. They wanted okay. NYCFC wanted fifteen million for the reigning Golden Boot winner. No idea if they got that. Honestly, like there's an unknown transfer fee, but. 23, he scored 32 goals in 48 league games in the last year and a half. That's fairly insane. He's very good. He's a very good player. Yeah. It's a bummer to lose him, but I mean, shoot, he's got he's got aspirations, right? 23, get yourself yeah. to Europe. Yeah, play in La Liga, you'll play against Barcelona, you'll play against Real Madrid, you'll play against Atletico, you'll play against some really, really good teams. So you get to see uh, see how you, uh, how you play against those guys, but... Yeah, that's a massive loss for them as well. So just a, another example you can cite when your Euro snob of a friend says, you watch the MLS, such a <laughs> retirement league. Do any, no. do any players even come out of there? <laughs> no, not, not a retirement league. Maybe a selling league, right? Maybe a selling league, but not a retirement league because those guys that just kind of want to ride off into the sunset, they... They don't do very well. Hey, hey, hey. You've got to come over here ready to play. Whoa, whoa. Gareth Bale got on the board. He scored his first goal. He's not that old yet. Like, he, he's still really good. He's going to be in the World Cup coming up, right? Wales qualified, right? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they beat the they're Ukraine. In our, they're in our group. They beat the Ukraine. Yeah. They're in our group. Yeah. They're all in the same group as us. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not in our group, James. I was like, oh, yeah, you also identify as yep. an English guy. Yeah. We're all, we're all in the same group. I mean, Gareth Bale's only thirty three, so he's got, he's got some time. He's only thirty three. Yeah. Oh, I I honestly thought he was younger, but well, he he, 30, he was thirty three. Thirty three is pretty old. Literally this week or last week. So, yeah. So I'm older than Gareth Bale. I hundred percent in my head thought he was he was older than me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Gareth. How do you feel now? Yeah. He's, look, he's been playing golf. <laughs> uh, he's got the he's got the swing going a lot. It, it keeps him youthful. That's what we're going with. <laughs> well, then we got Ford Madison. They just had a 2-2 draw in a friendly against Pumas Tabasco. That is from that team is from La Liga Expansion MX. So basically the MLS Next Pro for Liga MX. Their parent team. Okay, their parent team just made a pretty big signing from Barcelona. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, this is this is real interesting. Also on a free. Like where do, where yeah. are Barcelona getting money from? 
<laughs> like those guys are broke and they keep signing people for like 60 million and giving people like Danny Alves away to Mexico for free. Danny Alves for free. What's that about? He's not that old either, is he? I don't think so. Like I d- I do not understand where Barcelona get money from. Oh, he's he's 39. No one He's, okay, he's, he's old. 39? <laughs> wow. That's why he's free. Yeah. Yeah, he's real old. Oh, man. I I honestly well, thought he was only enjoy, a couple of years Pumas. older. I only thought he was a couple of years older than Gareth Bale. Uh, we are not age prognosticators on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, 1983. Way to go, Danny Alves. He does not look 39, so good for him. You think I'll look like that when I'm 39? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, Sam. Unless you decide, like, you just exclusively are working out all the time. That's what the, like, these guys, like, that's what they do. Like, they don't, I mean, they might have kids, but, like, when we're working, they're working out. Yeah, that's the only thing that is different between me and a professional athlete. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time chef. you spend working out. <laughs> <laughs> If I could work out that much, I could play in La Liga. That's I saw uh, it was like a TikTok for I can't remember his name, but the guy that he's in Always Sunny. He owns part of Wrexham. Uh, you... The guy that yeah, the guy that's in Always Sunny that owns part of Wrexham. What's his yeah? Name? Do we know who I'm talking about? Rob? Yeah. Is it Rob? Yeah, yeah. It, cause it it's was Rob. It was a... Rob and Ryan that own Wrexham. Yeah. So he he uh, it was fun. It was him like on a podcast, and he someone like someone asked him was like, okay. How do you, how'd you get your body? He's like, well, don't, you know, it's really easy. All you got to do is, uh, you got a personal trainer, right? You're going to have two workouts a day, two hours in the morning, two hours at night. Oh, and, and you got a, you got a personal chef too, right? And, and your, your company's just going to pay for all this, right? It's no big, he's like, oh, do you like eating, do you like eating chicken and rice? Cause that's all you're going to eat. It was, it was just pretty funny. Like to basically, you just have to devote your life to just working out. That's how you stay fit. Oh, have you have you ever seen The Rock talk about his? He's like, 6 a.m., you wake up. I've already been awake for two hours. I've done a workout. I've smashed breakfast. I've had another workout. It's 6 a.m. You get up. I'm already twice worked out, breakfast, shower. I'm eating another breakfast. Like, it's, just, it's ridiculous. Hold on. You don't have to wake up until 6 a.m.? <laughs> um, no, I wake up at like 7 Sam's Sam's on that dad life. You gotta well, start and even even before the dad life, like when I was <laughs> when I was the assistant principal at a charter school, I'd have to wake up at like four thirty. Oh, what? Yeah. But the normal human being, right. that doesn't have children. Yeah, and also, but you know, I don't have a commute. You're extraordinary. I don't, I don't have a commute. My commute is I walk my dog <laughs> and then come roll, back home. Roll out of bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I didn't have kids, and I don't have a commute anymore either. If I didn't have kids, what time would I wake up? So my contract starts at 7.50 every day. So what time would I wake up if I didn't have kids? 7.45? <laughs> That's what... So like Doomsday, when I was living with Doomsday, we worked a half mile away from our apartment. And our school day, our contract started at 7 a.m. I swear he would set his alarm for 7.40. He would just roll out of bed. <laughs> I hope he brushed his teeth quick, but he would just roll out of bed, <laughs> hop into the car, and be at school. 
Wow. You're getting cold out, Doomsday, and you're not even here to defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he would admit it. <clears throat> like, that's what he did. That that was, it was, hey, it was really cool living a half mile from work. It was great. Anyway, who wants to talk about the doubloons? I'll talk about them. I really haven't talked much, so. <laughs> they had a 3-2 loss at Tacoma Defiance last Saturday. They were recording, or they were playing, no, they weren't. They started playing after. I think that the game didn't start till like 9 p.m. on a Sunday. Woof. They were down three to nothing. And then uh, goals by, oh man, I should have Googled this. Sagir Arce. <laughs> Arce? His, his name isn't Arce, is it? It's Arce, isn't it? Arce? <laughs> is it Arce? He's, uh, it, oh, I looked this up too. Arce. <laughs> <laughs> There's no S in that. Come on, man. Yeah, don't be an Arce, Justin. A-R-C-E. You could totally... Come on, farce. is just that word without an F. Okay, anyway. So, what, whoever this guy is, Sagir. Also, by the way, I looked him up. He We we have him on loan from some team in Liga Emekis. Uh, and then he scored in the 65th minute. Tommy Williamson scored in the 73rd. But it was not enough. We lost 3-2. to two. Womp womp. Uh, we are in 7th place with 24 points. Still, I think we were seven points out of fourth last week. We're still seven points out of fourth, but this time to North Texas SC. So some work to do for the doubloons. Uh, they're currently playing right now against Houston. It's the 30, 30 second minute. It's zero, zero. So I'll keep you guys updated, I guess, if they score a goal, but hopefully they can return to their winning ways. So I have, is it, is it just me or are people talking less and less about the doubloons? I mean, they even I mean, they even got their own Twitter now. Like, it took them yeah. a long time to get a Twitter, but I think that was the that the social media thing we were trying to get you to do, James. I think it was them. It was is to do their yeah <laughs> to do their social media. Also, by the way, uh, apologies. I, I checked in Google Translate. It's it is us. It's <laughs> literally how you say his last name. I mean, yeah. Unless there's some well, he was foreign twist to it. <laughs> Unless there's a foreign twist to it that I don't understand, then it's like your ass scoring I, some I, goals. I feel like I feel like an ass. Like <laughs> you feel like an arse? I I mean, first I feel like an ass for mocking you, and now I feel like an ass for like that's if that's actually his name, now I've been like teasing him for like without realizing it. So You know what? Sorry. I, it's one of those it's probably one of those well. Who knows if that's even considered a naughty word wherever he's from. But, you know, maybe he wore it as a badge of honor and just was really good at soccer because of it. Maybe maybe so he was, when, maybe he's just the butt of all the jokes. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so when I was in England, when I was a university student in England, I knew people with the last name B-U-T-T, but. That's quite a common last name. Yeah. I've known a butt. Okay. I've known I, a few butts. <laughs> well, yeah, so. you're English. That makes sense. But yeah. in, in America, I've never met someone named Butt. There's a there's a, a family in Farmington. Your wife would know them, the, or the Butts. Yeah. <laughs> the Butts. <laughs> like for real, that was their last name, Butt. Like for real. <laughs> I mean, we probably shouldn't be announcing them on this podcast, <laughs> but I mean, they're just names, right? <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of names across different languages that mean different things. Anyway, should we should we get on to the <laughs> unfortunately losing part of this podcast before we go to the 
good victory part. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess, right? Like Huge bummer. Minnesota Aurora. Won a wonderful season, honestly. Uh, hit the finals, USLW against South Georgia Tormenta, who, yeah, were playoff road warriors. FM. FM. <laughs> Regular season, they were 7-1-4. <laughs> and four. They won the South Central Division. The quarterfinals, they went to Miami. They beat previously undefeated FC Miami 1-0. The semifinals, they then beat Greenville Liberty SC 4-1 in Greenville. Then they came to TCO and beat... The only other undefeated team left in us, two to one in OT. So, yeah, that really sucks that we uh, that we lost. But man, I tell you, as a community owner, it was just to even get this far was just beyond all wildest expectations, and it was so nerve wracking watching the the game going extra time and. Yeah, I mean, missed a penalty as well. So they scored in the eighth minute. Uh, they went 1-0 up. Addy Simmons had an absolute banger. I do not know how that did not hit Sports Center top 10. I don't even think the commentators knew it was a shot. They were like, oh, she loops this ball into the goal. Yeah. Oh, it's in. <laughs> it's just, yeah, this just crushed it. Just banger from outside. Crowd went wild. Yeah. It yeah, was. it was Justin amazing. Was there. It was, Justin it was, was amazing. There, yeah. Sold out Just, again. The place went nuts. An, an extra yeah, sellout. Was, so, new record. So new last, record. Yeah, yeah, last week was six thousand two hundred. This was six thousand four hundred. <laughs> they kept finding more tickets. Yeah. How do they? How do they keep set new records? Like when they if sell it's out. Sold out. Shouldn't yeah, it be like, like the, we'll let a couple more people? Just let a couple okay. more in. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? They got it done. Uh, the seventy ninth minute. Tormentor's goalkeeper coach got sent off. Yeah, this is wild, man. So there was, he was uh, he, yeah. So like he was their their coaching staff was bickering with the ref the whole game. So were their players. Like there were a lot of players on their teams that were just constantly jawing, arguing about non calls, whatever. Right. So this goalie coach just just keeps going, and then you just watch it all melt down, right? And he gets the first card. He keeps going, gets the second card out of it. Like it was nuts. Well. Good for that. Good for that <laughs> official. Like as a teacher, I'm I'm all for that. If someone wants to keep pushing your buttons, don't you don't got to take that. I, I I support that. Well done, official. Yeah. So he uh, he showed him the business, sent him off. Then we went into extra time. This is the podcast where you get people that are sympathetic to the officials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go team orange. <laughs> <laughs> Tough gig, tough gig. Look, when Aurora lose, right? You gotta it's it's un, it's unfamiliar territory. You gotta go with you gotta you gotta change it up a little bit. This doesn't have to do with being an Aurora fan. It just has to do with being a teacher. Like you're sympathetic to the officials. <laughs> you're like the officials doing what you wish all teachers could do, just sending <laughs> a child of off. Get out of my class. <laughs> oh my god. Like why why can't I Show have yellow and card. red cards that I can just give out? <laughs> You know what? And, and then, like, to be, like, super dramatic about it, too. Like, just hold it up for everyone to see and, like, just keep it held up. Just do, like, the, like, the, the just appear right in front and just point at them and then just whip out the red card from your back pocket. Yep. <laughs> dramatic and just yep. get them out. And then just point to the tunnel oh, or man. the door. Like, just get out of here. Get out of here. See, I need to be, like, the secretary of education because I, I, I know how to fix things. 
Yeah, send, I know how to fix sending things. Sending children off. That sound of fixing <laughs> It wouldn't have to just be children. It could be. It could be for parents too. Like, oh, you know can what? You imagine, Yellow card. Can you imagine a parent-teacher interview if the parents giving you some lip and you just send them off? Yep. Oh man. Here you go. All the power. <laughs> that would just. Oh, that would be great. Anyway, uh, we go into extra time. Hundred uh, eleventh minute. There's a handball in the box that leads to an Aurora PK. Golden Glove winner Sydney Martinez with a double save to deny it, and then yeah, because there were some like ricochets and yeah. almost rebounds. There was there was a third save too. Like it wasn't by her. Like one of her defense. Like she was gonna make a third save, but then her defender comes in and clears the ball. It was nuts, guys. Like I so Michelle and I moved around the stadium a little bit because we could not find seating. We we were like twenty minutes early, and there were. No seats that we could find, really, that were available in the bleachers. So we just kind of stood uh, above, right, watching from different vantage points. And in the, the in that part of the game, we were actually standing above, right behind the goalie. So perfect view of the penalty kick. It was unreal. Just, man, that girl played great all night long, that keeper. She was a towering giant, just like our Sarah Foley, and w- just showed herself to be really good as well. Yeah. It was, it was just like, how, it was one of those, how is this not going in moments, right? Because the first the first one obviously saved, come in with a rebound, saved, another rebound chance, blocked. Devastating. Yeah. And then 115th minute, Jaida Nibi gets a second, puts Tormenta ahead, bit of a scramble around goal, wasn't very cleared very well, and then, yeah, slots it in. I think, uh, I think the whole of TCO... There was uh, there was heartbreak right there. I felt pretty deflated watching it on TV. Yeah, I was same. I felt pretty deflated. I was in Madison watching it with uh, one of my good friends, his wife and their kid, and their kid is like going to be a first grader, and he's asking me a lot of questions about what's going on. I was like, well, <laughs> this it's not over. You would never say it's over, but it's it's very unlikely you come back. Why, why, why are you crying, Uncle Sam? What, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that sucked. Uh, but yeah, just it was awesome, and you know, I think they were they were saying there was still about three thousand people there who watched them collect a silver medal, and yeah, just a, a lot of support. And yeah, we we turned up this season. We started off with a draw, and then we like rocked the absolute socks off. And yeah, smashed attendance and just, uh, I was, uh, it was incredible. And like I was saying and on Twitter and stuff as well, like some of the games in the Euro, in the women's Euros are only getting a couple hundred more people watching them than Minnesota Aurora in playoffs. So that's, well, and if TCO was a little bit bigger, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, this attendance mark would be higher. Yeah, there'd be. They probably would have had a, a packed place in a lot of different arenas. Yeah. yeah. Alliance next year? Question yeah. mark? Maybe. Justin, uh, I was going to say, Justin, work your connections with the Vikings <laughs> for them to expand TCL. My connections. <laughs> you're you're hey, a fan I'm of a, the Vikings, I'm right? A fan like, of the Vikings. Yeah. They don't, um, read, they don't read the suggestion box? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, just a bummer, right? Like, this season could not have gone. I mean, it could have gone a little better, right? Like we we <laughs> could have won that game. We had a draw uh, first what, up. What, 
what a fantastic start to a franchise. You know, what, what a way to set the table for future of this this team, whatever they become, however long they stay in the USLW or if they have their eyes set higher where I think we all assume that, that is the answer is yes, that they want to go above this, right? Especially with the turnout they're getting. Uh, what a great season. It's a bummer that didn't get to have the storybook ending, but I'm excited for what's to come with this team. Same. I'm so ready. I really hope that we that we push on to USLS. Uh, and I yeah. really hope that some of our players kind of get look into NWSL clubs as well, because some of our players were absolutely outstanding this season. And I I hope that some of them come back. I'd really love it if they came back. But also I would assume that those that are still college underclassmen would. Yeah. Like we're not gonna get Morgan Turner again, but are we are we even gonna get Sarah Fuller again? Uh she's I think she was like a super senior. Yeah. This was yeah, it she, for her. I she's think she's done with college, but I don't think that that would exclude her from staying with the team. She, if you, I think her social media, I mean, maybe she just posted something nice about the season, but it looked like a yeah. thanks for the memories post. Yeah. But maybe if we, she, she but it was good to have her. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if we're in USL S, there's like a pathway for her to come back or other players or I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah. guys, what were your, what were your favorite moments of the season? You know, I, I went to two games. I wish I would have gone to more. I, I went to two games. The the first one, the inaugural one, going with you guys. I, I mean, it was just fun that it was all of us. And then it was it was fun, like, you know, re- recording those first podcasts with the White Claws was was kind of fun. And, you, you know, we're, we're in person. They're doing that thing where they laugh while being on mute. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll, add, we'll add some laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Ha, ha, ha. No, like it started off really fun and I I don't know. I, I think it's it's cool being part of something. I didn't buy in as a community owner because I pay like three hundred and fifty dollars a week for daycare. So I, I wait, no, that's like per kid. Shit. I put oh S. <laughs> Sam, I, I, Sam, you don't have to make excuses. We love you and we know we know you're you're a dad, you know? You got yeah. you gotta get <gasps> You're not, you're not like us, you know, bad, we're not bachelors. I'm, you know, but like, you know, we're on, we're childrenless, right? We can, we yeah. can just throw our money willy nilly. And it's, this is not you a willy nilly thing. We only have this pets. Make willy-nilly. it rain. We, we have, we only have pets. Although <laughs> I will say in a, as a side point, you time your swearing to the exact point that Houston Dynamo scored. So again, precognition. <laughs> you made it happen. Precognition. Oh, you jerk. But, you but jerk, I mean, Sam. It was just. I know I'm not a community owner, but it was cool to be part of something that is starting out that you know is going to be big. I mean, Justin, you're a K-Fan listener. K-Fan was talking about Aurora on multiple shows all week long. That's nuts, man. All week long. And right, like a big reason that we're in existence here is because K-Fan gives no attention to the loons. (laughs) Right? So to see how this team kind of launched and the impact they've had on the Minnesota sporting landscape in just, I mean, it was a six-week season plus playoffs. So in such a short amount of time, just, I mean, it was two months ago. James, it was two months ago you landed on your airplane. That's correct. 
So Aurora went from, you know, you'd be walking around wearing your Aurora short and shirt and people would be like, what's that? To, oh, sweet shirt. Yeah. How was the game? You've been? You've been? How was that? That looks so cool. I think that that's pretty cool. Obviously, going to that playoff game against Indy, it was just such a great atmosphere, such a great experience. You know, taking my brother-in-law, like, he had talked about Aurora before. He had been paying attention before. But in, like, the two weeks since that game, he's been asking a lot about it and talking a lot about it. He he bought a shirt. Like, it's just cool. It's cool seeing how pe- seeing people sort of fall in love with this team. Is this Peter? Peter, yeah. Or who, yeah, awesome. Way to go. I don't know if Peter listens, but that's awesome. He might now. Now he's into Aurora, so he might. Nice. And Justin? Man, going to the games is, was a lot of fun. You know, I love, I love live sports. I'm a huge fan of it. Watching the games, to be honest, I, don't, I mean, I, I, guess I, I guess I had high expectations that I'd be super jazzed about watching games and everything. But, man, I watched most of the games online if I wasn't there in person. It was a ton of watch, fun to watch this team always kicking butt. It was, uh, it, I could equate it to when I was watching Liverpool last year and how much fun it is to just watch a team that you know is going to win pretty much every time they play. And if they're down a goal, it won't be for long, right? Like you just have an expectation that they're going to just find a way. That was super fun. Yeah. I also loved. I loved, you know, I wear, you know, I wear gear in public and people always were asking about it, right? Like I'm out in public and people are flagging me down and saying like, oh, have you been to a game? How was it? Tell me about it. Like people are excited about this team. They're excited to see what happens. Uh, I think it helps that the Vikings are kind of involved. I think that they've kind of amplified things, right? Like having CBS, making it so people could watch this for free as opposed to the loons that you need to have Valley Sports North, right? And you're a different entity. Like they did such a good job making this team accessible for people and they made, made people want to be a part of it. So I think, I, I, I think that there's a lot, a lot of things to be excited about and so much to look forward to with this team moving forward in this community. And I, I, I was so pumped. This was a great first season. No, I agree. And I think my favorite part was definitely not only a bit awkwardly watching that practice all by yourself. Yes. That was definitely <laughs> my favorite part. And like just reminding yourself that you're not here to be a creeper, that you were <laughs> invited. I'm not here to be a and creeper while I'm wearing No a, one's looking at you like, what's with this guy? While I'm wearing a Sarah Fuller top, everything's no, fine. No one's asking like, should we call security? Like, what's this guy doing here? Yep. At the end, just leaves in an Uber like nothing was ever wrong. Yep. That was definitely the favorite part. Uh, no, I think, <laughs> I think the favorite part was definitely going to the game with you guys. And like, we watched Justin, and I watched another game at his house as well in that, in that yeah, week. Sick. And yeah, just like, I think how receptive kind of fans and the league were to like international owners, like they made an effort to, to get us involved, to, to find sites that could be viewed around the world for free which was 11 and just like they they really tried to to make it as inclusive as possible they asked us to they asked us this week to like record we could like record a message about where we were watching from if you were out of state so if you were an owner that was like outside of minnesota you got like an email that you could like make a video and stuff and yeah that was uh that was really cool and i'm I'm really excited to kind of 
see now that we've had like one season like how we can like jazz it up and make it even better for next season because i remember the first the first game we were there everyone was kind of a bit nervous like what do we do what's the plan that first corner that we got and then some people just got up and started waving the flag like we do at loons games and everyone else was like oh i I guess we just do this now and that's like that took off and then you know what that was cool we were at the we did the we started that we were part of the people that started the trend I mean, the the we had the natural reaction to do it as well. I was like, yeah. I mean, I got a twirl. It's a corner, right? Yeah. Everybody got in line. It was great. And, and Started pe- a, a tradition for the team. And people who weren't at Loons games were like, is this what happens? And everyone else was like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Just grab your scarf. Just woo. We'll go. We'll do it. We'll do it. It's fine. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was real sick. So, yeah, just massively, like, super proud of the team and... It was really cool being a community owner this year, and I'm looking forward to to what we can do next year. And especially as the USLS will be on the like European schedule as well. We don't know that they're going to be in USLS though, right? No, no, no. I mean, like we don't, but the the league itself will be on a summer schedule, so it is possible that we could do like another season of USLW and then go into USLS. That was what I was going to say. I, I could see us. What it seems like the format that all these other teams have, and I don't know if this is the the NWSLs or whatever, but like you look at all these teams and they just have they have a team at every level, right? Like, like could, Minneapolis City, right? Like like yeah. this could be we could have uh, NWSL or USLW team, we could have a USLS team, maybe WS, whatever. All the all the acronyms. <laughs> And NWSL, you know? yeah. And NWSL, sorry. I, mean, I just you, said it earlier. But. You, you talk about NWSL and our attendance was like on par, if not better than most M- of the NWSL teams. Stupid acronyms. Yeah. Like our attendance was right. solid. I, I'd be interested to see from the league kind of how they're going to make the USLS teams, like where they're going to pull from. And I think, you know, as a... As someone who's a fan, I've kind of seen it online a bit and in, in discords with other community owners. Like, we're keen for that. Like, people are keen to see us in USLS. So, I, I think this is a good conversation for us to have before we move on to the loons. What do you want to happen for Aurora? What do you think will happen for Aurora? I think next summer, USLW, I, I think... I speak for most people when I say, yeah, I'd like to keep that going. Keep bringing in the college players. You know, it was fun this season. It's 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 right at six home games. Yeah, I want I want six more home games of that. It's during the summer. If you're not a baseball fan in the United States, summer is a great time to be watching soccer. So when whenever we talk about these European schedules, I'm always like a little, eh, I don't. Yeah, I get it. Like I get logistically that could be nice. Obviously, Minnesota. Uh, is kind of one of the reasons why the United States has this goofy schedule. But also, I, I love having soccer in the summer personally. I personally love that. But, right, Aurora has a huge attendance. Aurora's averaging over 6,000 fans a game. There are NWSL teams that would love that. This USL Super League that's going to be the second-tier women's league in the United States. I imagine USL has to just be just dying to have Minnesota as one of their inaugural teams for the USLS. I want to, uh, I, I did look this up. So 
the most recent NWSL expansion franchise. So if you remember, right, like Aurora raised $1 million um, through community ownership prior to this season, which I, I imagine is astronomical compared to every other USLW team, especially when you look at like their their broadcasts and things like that, right? Like it was pretty obvious that we were putting more money into our team. So we raised a million dollars to be in the USLW. Kansas City Current, a NWSL expansion team in 2021, that fee was $5 million. So to just kind of give you an idea of what is the difference between USLW and NWSL, Right, we're we're looking at going from basically a one million dollar investment to a five million dollar investment. That's just the expansion fee. That's that doesn't include actually, you know, paying players and anything else that goes along with that. But just the expansion fee right there. You know, are we ready to make that jump? I don't know. Now USL Super League, that's got to be less. I wonder what that is. And again, I assume that the USL will be very motivated to make sure that Minnesota is able to get in if that's the goal of the team. Yeah, I mean, like we hosted all the playoff games and the final. There's a reason for that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like there is a lot of support here for that. So, yeah, like I said, I'll be interested to see how it comes out. And I think, you know, it's kind of cool to know that we're one-fifth of the way to an NWSL expansion. And whether just in terms of pure funding, right? Like we raised a million, like you said, five mil is the fee. We were already one fifth of the way there before we'd ever even kicked a ball or even had a logo. We didn't even have a logo. We didn't even have a name. And we were one fifth of the way. <laughs> like imagine what's going to happen now that we've got all these things. Yeah, I'm excited. I agree. I think that they would love to have us in USLS. I as a community owner would love to be in USLS. I would also like to stay in USLW as well. I would love to kind of see like Minneapolis city has like two kind of teams at different levels and, and just giving opportunity to way more players and sure is would they suffer? Yeah, probably. But you know, I think people would still rock up and, and still turn up. So yeah, I'm excited to, uh, what I want to happen is for us to win next year. <laughs> I want us to win the final next year. I don't want to get disappointed again. But yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the pressure is now like completely on because of how good we were. So, yeah, I was looking forward to all that merch we were going to buy. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think just the way that the Wilfs have the Wilfs have helped this team a lot. It just feels like a no brainer for them to get involved. I I know I don't know James if that's even part of the conversation of the community owners and stuff of like bringing on like maybe some higher percentage owners but you you look at the the ownership group like the Wilfs who own the Vikings it's a great investment they just bought Orlando City they see that as a great investment they want to invest in soccer they partnership with they had a partnership with the team to have games there that wasn't on accident like that totally was you know them feeling kind of feeling each other out that's the vibe i get so i don't know i I don't know if it's next year but i think in the next five years they're going to be at whatever the the best league is for women if it's still nwsl they'll be in that if it's the usl super league it'll be that well guys let's move on to the loons we're almost an hour into the show and you know we're not we're not going to talk about 
really the Everton match. We're mostly going to just talk about the 2-1 win at Houston Dynamo. I guess I I just want to say I had a ton of fun, though, watching that Everton match. We don't really need to talk about it. Again, just like the the Paderborn match, I sort of poo-pooed it ahead of time saying like, ah, these these friendlies, they don't really interest me too much, but it it was fun. It it really was fun. I loved all the, and I guess I knew this. Like I knew Jeremy Rushing was an Everton fan. I knew uh, MJ was an Everton fan. I knew we had Everton fans that, that follow us on Twitter. I didn't totally realize how many there were until I, I saw just like all these people that I, I find familiar from Loon's Twitter posting uh, images of themselves with like, ooh, which jersey do I wear? Or which scarf do I show? Or or whatnot. I, I thought that, that that was just so cool to them. And I, I was just so jealous. Like, I would love to see the Loons play Chelsea. I would love to have sort of that sort of internal conflict. I guess I I got that with the Mingos earlier this year, but that was so cool. Yeah, there were there were a lot of Everton fans actually. Like you said, I did not realize yeah. there weren't that were that many. Pro Jeremy Rushing, uh, I saw as well. But yeah, that was uh, that was pretty crazy. But we went to Houston, where it was sweaty hot, from what I from what I see, and uh, we did not have Ray. We lost Amaria, but you know what? It didn't matter because we got another win on the board to take us to six wins, four draws, and four losses head-to-head. And yeah, we had Dane St. Clair in goal, Lawrence, Debussy, Boxall, and Taylor in defense, Rosales, and Kib and Gucci, who made his MLS debut in midfield. And then we had uh, Fragapane, Lod in the middle, Lod in the middle, and uh, Long Wayne on the, on the left. On the long, right, long wing, long long wing. <laughs> Not a bad. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. We had Bongi, uh, and then we had uh, Amaria up top. Thirty third minute, of course, Dunlady comes on for Amaria after that injury. Sixty fifth minute, Nico Hansen returns for Franco Fragapane. Seventy eighth minute, we have a double sub. Alan Benitez also gets an MLS debut. Two MLS debuts in the same game. For and Benitez looked wonderful against Everton. Oh, he did. That assist that he got on the, the final goal as well, I think it was the final goal that Denlardi was, oh, mwah, mwah, chef's kiss. He came on for GJ Taylor, and then uh, Brett Coleman came on for Bongi. And, uh, yeah, do you want to run us through some stats, the, Justin? Because they the weren't, stats. They weren't all good, good, were they? Yeah. yeah, I mean, watching the game, like, this was a game that we could have easily lost 2-1, to one, right? Like, if you were to look at these stats... Be like, the shots buzz, that he made your stats. <laughs> Woof. Actually, no, this shot on target, though, is pretty lousy for Houston. Okay, so possession. They just had the ball the whole game, right? So 27% for us, 73% for Houston Dynamo. That's, shots on target. That's a stinker. <laughs> like, 27% is awful. And so, it was uh, even worse to start the game. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, at one point, it was worse than 27%. But, hey, you know what? Two goals to one. We won two, yeah. two to one, right? So we had we had three shots on target out of nine. So three for nine, 33% reasonable. Uh, Houston, Dynamo, buzz your girlfriend, four out of 22 for 18%. Just peppering us with shots, but nothing going in. Ew. Good efficiency by the club. XG, we lost the XG 
in this one. Like we've talked about, this is not a common occurrence historically, but lately we'll take them, right? Uh, we had 1.33 XG to Houston Dynamo's 1.5. So sorry, Houston, we'll take that three points. They were kind of what Minnesota United was at the times when we were so doomy and gloomy in that they didn't take advantage of their opportunities. Like they were completely owning us early in the game, but had nothing to show for it. And then we squeak in a goal and go into halftime up one zero. So they couldn't convert. They had nothing to show for the stats that they put up. We somehow did. It was sort of a reversal of fortunes from who we were during our days of of the doom, the days of the gloom, the days that led to the James Out bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's a couple of really interesting stats that I saw on Twitter that came out of this. So this is the first time that we have beaten an MLS opponent four times in a row. So we've never beaten- Dylan Wampers. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Dylan Wampers. Sorry, Dylan. But yeah. Dylan's so- going to wish he was born on a leap day. Yeah. Yeah, we- uh- Dylan's like, Dylan's like, why do they keep doing this? I'm just, you know, I'm the bit's dead. Yeah. He just- probably doesn't even like the Stop. team anymore. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, he's probably not even a fan. Yeah, this is the first time that we've beaten a team four times in a row in our MLS history. So that's pretty insane. And we've collected 16 points in the last six matches, five wins and a draw. This is the most the Loons have ever taken in a six-match stretch in our MLS history as well. So we are absolutely on a roll right now, just crushing life, basically. So, so I thought, but I thought we sucked, guys. I thought we sucked. I, we, we did suck, and now we don't. We just, we just don't suck anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. We'll take that. Franco scored off another Bongi assist. Seriously, the amount of assists Bongi has this season is ridiculous, by the way. I think he's up to, is it seven now? Eight? Four. Okay. I thought it was more than, I thought it was more than four. That's, that's all good. I just want to, I just, go ahead. I was just going to say he makes it feel like it's more than four, but. Yeah, I thought it was way more than four. (laughs) I, I want to apologize to Jeremy for you know I was I was I had some uh, some some bongi naysayery last week and thought that bongi should be a bench guy be a super sub and bongi comes out and has the game of his life with a bunch of guys hurt so thanks bongi yeah he is our hey, assist bongi. leader he is our assist leader that's why I thought he had so many assists uh, yeah and he finally got he finally got a goal. <laughs> he finally got on the board and it was a banger too. Cut inside, whip in. What do you guys was the celebration everything you ever wanted? <laughs> Were you sad I that mean, he didn't in the sense that like steal Oh, that. there's a professional athlete, like a young, cool professional athlete that is looking about as awkward doing a goal celebration as I would. Like in, in that sense it was everything I'd ever wanted. Yeah. yeah, no, it was fun. I hope he does it every. <laughs> I hope he does it every time. It was it was cool. Like, I I think it just right. Like the Minnesota United fandom has sort of fallen in love with Bongi. He he's already sort of a cult hero. E- even long before this first goal, he's became a cult hero. And yeah, like it was everything. I it was everything I wanted. Can you imagine if he would have scored that first goal though at Allianz? Oh, I think I think the roof I mean, the, might the, have come. Yeah, there isn't a roof, but I feel like the stadium would have come down. 
there were a lot of close goal. I was I was in the building for several close goals by Bongi, and the place was ready to blow. So I think it would be huge. Uh, I'm I'm just happy for him, man. We we exactly. we finally find a way to get a goal yeah. after this season of being so close. Like we know he's dangerous. We know he's talented, right? Like we know we know we got a player with them, right? But like the way that you show that you're good at soccer in the game of soccer is by scoring goals and helping on goals, right? He's doing both those things now. Way to go, Bongi. Yeah. So do we all buy Bongi jerseys now? I know Doomsday already has one. Justin, listen, you don't have a black jersey yet, do you? Listen, I don't, but... but Neither but, do I. I mean, I guess I can't... I, I wore the Hassani Dodson jersey for a whole season before he tore his ACL, but part of me is like, man, like, so I got Calvo, I got... Dotson, my, my box all jersey. Dotson will come back. Don't worry much. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. You have a uh, box all jersey. Oh yeah, that's right. When I bought Yeah, that was that was that was my like fifteen dollar yeah. authentic when I got the Sam deal. Thanks, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Sam's gonna get the same deal on a blue jersey here this summer, right? Or this I, this I hope so. Yeah. That I mean, though I didn't see those gray wing kits go on sale yet. Though that's like my least favorite so far, but I've not seen the gray wing kits go on sale yet, so who knows if the blue ones will. Well, you I'd know like my to get address. A, I'd like to get a blue one, and I'd like to get a black one. <laughs> what? What'd I you said, say, well, well, you know my address. <laughs> I've, the said, I've, I've done a good job sending you the gear, James. Yeah, I appreciate that. Also, you talked you talked Bongi. Uh, his XG is 3.1, so... It's good he uh, he's well, good he finally got on the board. Well, it was three before this game, so that means that that <laughs> shot was a point one. <laughs> and that's and I shoot, I'd have to look back. Did he have other opportunities? Was was it like point? Was it like point zero seven three? Was the the chance of that shot going in? I know it was from distance. It was a banger. But yeah, what do we what do we complain about now? Because we're we're in third place. <laughs> we have ten wins, four draws, eight losses. We're on thirty four points with a plus five goal difference. Uh, and currently, Austin FC, who are above us by seven points, are losing to New York Red Bulls. So we're still a way off second, but we are uh, what five points ahead of Seattle, who are eighth. So we have a we have a game in hand here. I mean. <sighs> I don't think this is like a spike the football situation because we, again, and this is like the fourth time on the show I've said this today, we were doomy and gloomy. We were, I, I don't want to say as doomy and gloomy as everyone, but we were doomy and gloomy. We we're kind of like, this is not the team that I thought uh, we were at the beginning of the season or prior to the season starting, you know, as we were kind of on the losing streak. I think we did recognize that in the MLS, it's common to be streaky. It's common to have bad form. It's common to have hot form. And uh, you just, you've got to just kind of be ready to ride that roller coaster. What do we complain about now? I, I mean, were we really, com I, I think this is the point. Like, there's really no use in complaining. There really is no use in complaining if at the end of the year, you are finishing roughly where you should. You probably shouldn't be complaining. You're going to have the lows in the middle of the season. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Let's give Heath a bigger extension. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> contract for life. Well, contract for how long? Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, I haven't seen I a single Heath out tweet in a very long time. Hey, you know, you can't do it when they win. Like, you can't. 
I mean, there, I'm sure there are people that are that have complained about why was Reynoso in the Everton game? Why was blah 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 blah? Right. Well, and all of us plus Doomsday said that we didn't want him to play in the Everton game. Yeah. We, we also kind of assumed that he would because of Reynoso well, wanting play, right? to and yeah. marketing and right, like we assumed it would happen, but. Yeah, I, I don't think we have anything to complain about because the way that this game can work out is we could lose two games and be in eighth place, right? Like, that's just the way it is. Enjoy the fact that we're in third right now. Enjoy the fact that we're scoring goals. We're winning games. Just enjoy this, right? Be enjoying this part of the ride because it is a ride. And because the point discrepancy in this league is not very big, there's a chance that we could not be in third place. You know, we could be we could be a multitude of different places. So, uh, just keep cheering for the team. Keep having a good time. Go to Allianz Field. Enjoy yourself. Go Loons. Yeah, and there are only twelve games left of the season, so there are only six more opportunities to roll around to Allianz. Starting with Portland. Saturday, 30th of July, 2 p.m. Central, first meeting of the season. Last year, we had them beat twice in the regular season, uh, but then we went there in the first round of playoffs, and we got thumped 3-1, and that was that. They are unbeaten in their last seven, and they beat San Jose 2-1 on Saturday. They are currently seventh in the West on 30 points. If we can pull out another win here, we're going to start just start stretching out that kind of third place and start really stretching into into kind of cementing playoffs with so few games left. Yeah. Hey, before we completely move on, though, like, did anyone else notice how emotional he seemed after that Everton game? I thought he looked like he was close to tears. Yeah. Did, did anyone else notice that, or is that just me? Did you guys watch the post-game interview with Heath? I didn't, but I, I saw the, the halftime video. That there's like a halftime video talking about his time and his connection with Everton and how much he loved that place and the team. And I mean, he's, I, I guess I haven't done a ton of research, but like he's a folk hero there, right? Like he yeah. was a part yeah. of the best team. Is it the best team that Everton's ever had? I mean, he won, I, he won like two first division titles and an FA cup, if I remember right. right. So like he was a part of a really good team that people are oh, like, yeah you know, their grandparents and their dads and then like talk about this team and how good they are. And you say Adrian Heath, and I'm sure people cheers him, right? He probably gets his beers paid for when he goes back to Everton. Like he loves that place, right? It's so important to him. So I'm sure he had a blast. (laughs) Yeah. Blast with the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, That would have been awesome. I think that that was, and it's tough because Justin, you and I got into this team Like, we were aware of them in the NASL days, but I don't feel right calling myself a NASL-era fan of the Loons. To me, that's not fair to the people that actually were going to Blaine and were just bleeding black and blue in the NASL days. That that just wasn't me, and I don't want to pretend that that was me. But, right, like, through Forward Madison and through Aurora, I have experienced what it's like to sort of be part of something that is smaller and feel that connection. And I, I don't, smaller almost doesn't even seem like a, seem like the right word, but just to feel that connection and right. You, you move up to the MLS and I, I can see how that's bittersweet. Like, yes, you want your team to be at, playing at the highest level, but the bigger you get, 
sort of the more removed the fans inevitably become. And I, I can see how, like, if Carl Craig was going out to the bars afterwards and throwing down beers with people, I, I can see how Adrian Heath, you know, maybe doesn't seem as personable. Uh, and I know that those aren't the only complaints people have had about Heath. I, I, I know that a lot of the complaints have stemmed from tactics, but I also do know that some of them have been about him not being very personable. And then you just watch and you, you can so obviously see how much this game meant to him, how much Minnesota United has meant to him. How, I, I mean, I, here, here's what I always tell like kids at school when, when they get upset at, at like a teacher, I'm, I'm always like, you know, your teacher cares about you. Right, your, your your teacher cares about you. Your teacher wouldn't react at all to you if they didn't care. And like there there have been times where like Heath has been like obviously frustrated with with sort of some of the the criticisms. And and you know, part of me wants to be like, dude, you you're an Everton legend, you are an MLS coach, you get to, you know, you, you probably have like a super nice house and super nice bank account. Like just who cares what people are saying about you online? But he cares. He cares so much. He is so emotionally invested into this game, into this team. And to me, and maybe I'm completely misreading his emotions, but to me, at the end of that Everton game, you, you kind of see his face and you, you kind of see him choking back tears. And, and if you were ever wanting for just Adrian Heath to seem personable, to me, that was the moment. I don't know. I might be so off. I wish you guys had seen that too. Maybe I should have sent that to you, but... No, it makes sense to me. Like, it's, yeah, he has so much history, right? So, yeah, I'd be interested in, uh, I'll go back and, I'll go back and watch it because, yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like important to watch. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the next Premier League team or, or international team that comes to hang out. But, yeah, I think that was, uh, I think that's going to be the really special one, right? So, we want Chelsea. We want Chelsea. <laughs> Or I, you know what? I want leads, man. I was I was talking to Michelle about that. Like I'm, I, I mean, I don't know if it'll be here or somewhere else, but I'm 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 gonna go on a trip somewhere in the near future, probably, next season, probably right, like next summer. I would love to find you know a place to go for a long weekend. If if Leeds does one of these tournament, of these overseas things, right? Like this was pretty cool. Like having having Chelsea in the, in the states, having Man City, Graylish. Uh, what was he? He was he was about to fight some Liga Emekis player the other night. That was oh fun. yeah, Arsenal he were here. Bayern Munich? Arsenal, Arsenal were in no, the they US. Were, they were playing uh, whoever Ochoa plays for because he was he was jawing with the the Mexican goalkeeper. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he, like that was that was pretty epic. But like but all those games like all these all these teams from Europe coming to the the states so cool, such an awesome thing. I'm sure we'll keep getting somebody, but but I think I might go on a trip sometime soon. I mean, hey, Arsenal won their first trophy this season. We beat Chelsea four <laughs> 0 Feels good. What's and then the trophy was, called? Do you know <laughs> the Florida Cup or something? I don't even I don't even know what it's called. Look, we Where take. Are they going to put that? Are they going to put that in the cabinet? We take any to. silverware. They, they have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Florida Cup. We won the Florida Cup. Good job, Emma. Good job. That's like the equivalent of winning the Craft Fight Hunger Bowl or <laughs> the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yeah, the Duke's, Duke's Mayo Bowl. Bowl. You know it. The baby. Badgers won that and then promptly broke the trophy. So 
and then taped a, bo- a bottle of mayo to it, right? I, I forget. I think that's yeah. what I saw. Yeah, it was <laughs> rough. You guys. Good time. What if, I mean, James just told us his wedding date and... You know, I, I haven't confirmed that I can make it work. It probably depends on where I am actually working at the time. But what if Chelsea and Leeds played each other either right before or right after James's wedding? Mm. I think that's too bad for you guys. Uh, and I'm feeling good about myself because you guys are going to come hang with again? me. James? It's next year. It's like uh, September, time. October next year. I guess you, we could probably edit this out so people don't start like trying to figure this out. But maybe... There, maybe- It'll maybe be like, we go to a game and wait, maybe, maybe we can go to England. We can do a side trip to England and watch Chelsea and Leeds play each other. Maybe that'll just magically line up with the weekend of his life. So, so Leeds have to make it through an entire another Premier League season first. <laughs> they will. They're going to. They got all these Americans now. They'll be fine. Dude, they're, they're, they're pumping cash into the squad. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Okay. Well, it'll work. Anyway, yeah. should we wrap this up? We probably should. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, for for everyone that's been with us for over an hour and fifteen minutes at this point, yeah, thank thank you. Thank you. We're we're glad that you make us part of your day. You know, if you want to get a tattoo of our faces onto your back, you know, just let us know. We might help fund that, but I don't know. Hey, peace out, pot on you loons. Yeah, pot on you loons. Peace out. Peace. Put on oh. your loons. And if you want to see James play trivia on my podcast, check out the Pub Trivia Group podcast on the platform of your choice. He is going to be on two straight episodes this coming week. The Monday episode as well as the Wednesday bonus episode where he only answers questions about 2000s pop punk. And the the real bonus is my much better half is on. So Significantly you better half. Yeah, The voice behind this magic. Dude, what is she seeing you? No offense. God, it's so mean. It's the voice. It's always the voice. She likes my accent. Yeah. All right. I didn't mean that, James. You're a nice guy. 